Warning! We are about to spoil Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. If you haven't seen this movie, or you plan on watching it, then uh, click away now. It'll be like Christopher Walken, have these long pauses. Let's do it again. Warning! We are about to spoil Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. If you haven't seen this film, or you plan on watching it, then click away. Or if you've already seen it, or just don't care, then please continue watching. Thank you. Warning, we're about to... Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cinema Roulette. I want Justin to say something because he's terribly unfocused this time. So I'm gonna you make sometimes him do this, and you sometimes don't. Like sometimes you just keep going, and other times yeah. you yell at me for not talking right away. Sometimes I do. Well, I, I, today I'm trying to get you back. It's not day. Week. It's night. Tonight I'm trying to get you. Look ba- at this video, audience. <laughs> Tonight I'm trying to get you back into the swing of things because you're very unfocused at the moment. I can't swing. Then I would move away from the mic. <laughs> well. I guess. And if I was on a swing, then the, you know, the wind would be like. You hear that? Of the fucking thing going back and forth. But anyway, it's focus time, Justin. What what can I do to get you to focus? Uh, we can do the title card for Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. That works. <laughs> I'm not focused. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> Fuck, how do you summarize this movie? Because it's six plots at one. Well, oh, it, It's not. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. There's our main trio. Or, well. Quadro? Quadro. I don't know. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> uh, no, our mariachi. There you go. Yes. Uh. Uh, or barbershop it's barbershop quartet quartet. our quartet yes there we are we figured out the word oh my god see you next time what are we not done (laughs) no we're not done okay (laughs) so there's our quartet there is Harry Hatchet trying to get the shotguns the thieves trying to get those shotguns the the weed guys the people stealing from um, the weed guys mm-hmm. and the, uh, I don't know, what do I call him? The sel- the head black gangster? That's basically what he is. The black exploitation man he who is. happens to be here. He has a beautiful, like, uh, afro. Yeah, there's so. six plots going on at once. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous and a little hard to keep track of, but if you pay attention, you'll, you'll get it. You'll get it. <laughs> Or you won't. Wait a minute. Sting was in this movie? Yeah. Sting. Fucking yeah. Sting. He was JD, apparently. Huh. Wait, he was the dad? That was Sting. <laughs> Don't peek the audio. Fucking. Don't peek the audio. <laughs> the lead singer of The Police was fucking JD. You know, the guy who sung Roxanne. He was JD. That's so interesting. All right. Well. <laughs> Are you happy now? I'm very happy. That makes me happy. This you... is also Jason Statham's first yes. movie. So. Excuse me. Or it's... his breakout role. <laughs> yeah. It's Jason Statham. <laughs> what kind of name is Soap anyway? Yeah, right? Yeah, Jason Statham plays a guy named... His name was Bacon. Bacon. Yes, that's what I... Bacon. <laughs> bacon. His name was Bacon, yeah. Because there was Eddie, Tom, Soap, and Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> Kevin. 
Winston J. Charles. Uh, big. Was that seriously the mobster's name? Big Chris. Yep, yeah. that's him. <laughs> big Chris. His name is Big Chris. All right. Frank Harper as dog. Dog. Okay, we need to actually talk about the movie. Well, those are our characters, so. Oh, okay. That's still the big the big cast of characters that you will <laughs> you will learn about. Um, yeah. Nice. Do you want to do the plot summary? I'm trying I? to think of the summary here. It's it's tricky. It's very tricky. Okay, let's see if we can keep this as focused as possible. All right, this is gonna be tricky. You know, we, it's a bad night to be unfocused when we have to describe the plot of Lockstock. Maybe that's the point. <laughs> I get. What do you mean by that's the point? Like, we are as unfocused as the movie, ah. but by the end of this episode, it will all come together. Okay, all right. All or it won't, and this will be a bad one. Yeah. But. There's only one quick and painful way to find out. Mm-hmm. So we have our main trio of Tom Soap, open, Tom Soap, Eddie, and Bacon. Mm-hmm. I think it's Eddie is good with cards. Yeah, and all of them are kind of uh, street peddlers in a way. Mm-hmm. Bacon and uh, Eddie usually go around lying about. Wait, they're also selling uh, merchandise in Snatch. Um, and they get caught. I think. Are, are they, aren't they moving stuff for the gangster, or...? No, I mean, in the beginning, they're trying to sell things, and people realize they're fakes. I swear Snatch is a sequel. No, they don't do that. They don't do that Snatch. It opens up with them talking. Jason Statham monologuing to the one guy. Is it not? No. What movie am I thinking? Because there's a movie where that happens. I'm forgetting at the moment. Yeah, it's called Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. No, because they didn't get caught with uh, the... Wait. I remember a movie where, like, someone opens the box, and it's fake. Like, there's nothing inside the box. They were all weighted. Huh. It's been a while since I've seen Snatch. I'll have to I, I'm pretty sure that's not Snatch. It might be Snatch. I don't think it's Snatch. But anyway. <clears throat> so these four except Soap, who is a chef, and mm-hmm. he, and he's called Soap because he's the clean one. Yeah. Because he, he's the only what one kind that... of name is Soap, anyway? <laughs> yeah. What kind of name is Soap, anyway? Fucking Muppet! <laughs> but uh, they all pitch in 25,000 pounds... To go into a poker game hosted by Henry. Henry Hatchet. Yep. He's called that because he kills people with hatchets or dildos. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. I guess hung like a woodsman. That could work. Yeah, sure. Jokes. <laughs> uh... <laughs> it's not an easy plot. No, my brain just EXE'd. <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> I am literally dying at the moment. We all are, <laughs> technically speaking. <laughs> so they make $100,000 to go into the poker game, and uh, they expect Eddie to basically make their money back. However, Henry gets tipped off that, like, yo, A's good at cards. He's yeah. great at cards. Yeah. He'll fuck you up. He's a liability. Yeah, yeah that was what he was. He's like, he, he's like he's, <laughs> so he's not good. Oh, no, he's better than good. He's a fucking liability. <laughs> Barry the Baptist. Sorry, I'm looking at the names. Yeah, because he dunks people to get them to talk. Oh yeah, the yeah. bap. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but uh, so they cheat. They basically cheat Eddie out of his money, and then he owes Henry half a million pounds or his father's uh, bar, and whose name is JD. JD will not get get rid of the bar. He doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> Good dad. 
great dad. Ten out of ten dad. I do like when the henchman is in there and he's like, you you have a reputation, so I'll choose my words carefully. You can tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> so then they try to think of a way, and they and they live right next door to a bunch of other gangsters, and they overhear through the thin walls that, like, hey, there's these people who don't lock their doors and have a shit ton of weed. Yep. So they plan... And those gangsters plan to rob the weed. So they plan to rob the gangsters when they get back to get the weed and the money... So that way they will have, and then sell the weed for the money to give to Henry. Yes. Oh, Harry. Sorry, not Henry. Yeah. No, it was Barry. The, well, he's the Baptist. No, it was, yeah, Harry. Harry. Harry, Harry Longsdale. Yeah, Harry Hatchet. Yeah. Or Hatchet <gasps> Harry. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> okay, that's a hiccup to fit. Hold on. Okay, we good? All right, go ahead. However, there's a second plot line where Harry also wants these two uh, antique double barrel shotguns. That's hence why it's the, hence, hence, the title. hence the title. Yeah. And he and he gets Barry the Baptist to hire two ooh, stupid thieves to steal it. The thieves steal all the guns, but they couldn't find anything else to steal, so they sold, of course, the only guns they wanted. The that his, the people who hired them wanted. Which the guns got sold back to the crew. Now Harry is and the two robbers are looking for the guns. But also there is a guy named Big Chris. Big Chris is the a mercenary of basically anyone but for the moment he is the uh mercenary of harry yep and he needs to go over to our main quartet and ask for the money otherwise chop off their fingers or whatever you know bad stuff happens if you don't pay so this all collides very quickly with the Big old shootout that does not involve our main four. Because they just kind of walk in and everyone is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Through a bunch of misunderstandings. It's a big comedy of errors because... Um, because they thought... He thought the guy could um, sell the weed back to him for cheap. So he, they're going, he's going to rob those guys. But it turns out they wanted to rob them when they got back. So those two factions well, fight to the death. And then well, they no. What dead. happened was is they... The people stole the weed. Yeah. They stole the weed from the people. They wanted to sell to someone, but it turned out the person they were selling to was the one who owned the weed. Yes. Which then, that person came to kill them. However, the people found out that their neighbors stole the weed, so they were waiting for whoever came in the front door to shoot them. And then they both shot each other and everyone died. And then our quartet gets back and just everyone's dead. (laughs) Everyone's dead. But luckily, Big Chris showed up and stole the money and the weed. And well, the guns. Well, he didn't steal the weed. He just stole the money and the guns. Yeah. And brought them back to Harry, which would have been fine. Everything's good, except the two fuckwits who just stole the um, guns come to get the guns out. Because they saw the henchman going away with the guns. So they follow... And those henchmen follow Big Chris. And then Big Chris goes and drops off with Harry. Big Chris leaves. Harry, and then the henchmen go up to uh, kill... To get the guns back, not realizing they are robbing the person they were stealing for, and they all kill each other, and our main quartet gets gets there because they need to go see Harry about how they got these fucking guns and how they got the money there so quickly, but then everyone's already dead, <laughs> and fucking Big Chris is being held hostage by the main guy who, who was the Greek. Part... Nick the Greek. No, Nick the Greek was the person... I thought were... he was the guy they slammed the door with. No. Yeah, that was him. No. He's the one that was talking to the mobster. Which one? Justin then spent the next several minutes explaining to Cameron which characters did what at the end of the movie they just watched. 
that was their neighbor who planned the original robbery of the week. Uh, okay, you're right. You're right. Because he was the only one who survived the big shootout. You're right. You're right. Okay. Sorry. <gasps> anyway. <laughs> Big Chris has his son taken hostage because he, for some reason, brings his son around on hits. Which he crashes into our main uh, quartet, who was stopping by at Harry's, and they stole the money. But what? But Tom decided to stay up there and grab the <laughs> shotguns. Yeah. And Big Chris thought they were stealing from Harry, and they were knocked out from a car crash because as Big Chris crashed into them <laughs> in order to stop his son from being murdered. Yep. But then he goes upstairs and he sees Tom, but Tom has two shotguns, which uh, Big Chris assumes they are loaded. So they Not both... Big Chris. It is Big Chris. That's the... Oh, is that the big guy? Okay. Yes. Okay. That's why he's Big yeah, Chris. Yeah. We good? And then Big Chris is like, oh, those shotguns are loaded. And Tom's like, yes, they are. <laughs> so Big Chris takes the money and Tom leaves with the shotguns. Yep. The Everyone else got arrested... <laughs> However, <laughs> however, the original people who stole the weed also kidnapped a um, parking officer. Mm -hmm. So the parking officer know what they looked like, but didn't know what our main qu uh, quartet looked like. And the main quartet stole the weed. But however, the cops arrested the main quartet, and the and the po and then the officer was like, "Yeah, it's not fucking them." <laughs> so they got away scot-free. However, the only thing connecting them to the crime is the shotguns. So they tell Tom to go throw it off a bridge. But then B once Tom leaves, Big Chris comes in. And he's like, I took all the money, but here's a bag. Mm -hmm. And they look in the bag and they see the magazine that says the shotguns are worth over 300,000 pounds. Yeah. So they try to call Tom, but Tom is about to throw him off the bridge. And he's literally hanging off the side while holding a railing and can't answer his phone. And then the film freeze frames, assuming Tom probably drops him in the river. Yeah, knowing these guys' luck, yeah. <sighs> and everyone else is dead, except JD, the dad. Yeah. And uh, our main quad, the child, and Big Chris. You know, a simple plot. Yeah! <laughs> Three-act structure. It's easy! Yeah. And apparently the card game is called Three-Card Brag. I've never played I've it. Never either. Because you're wondering, like, what's a push or whatever they said. I, apparently, it's a free card brag thing. So, oh, because he had a pair of sixes, he had yeah. a pair of sevens. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, it was apparently. You know, once someone starts banging, like, oh, I want to go a hundred thousand. It's like he should have known. Yeah, just fold. Not. Yeah, fold at that point. Yeah, well, and I think he started to try and fold. He's like, no, no, I want to see where this is fucking going. And he just kept pushing him. He's like, yeah, I would have folded. Well, no, Harry just basically says, no, I'm paying your debt. Yeah. Easy. You have to. Yeah, three-part card brag was apparently a descendant of poker. It was an early version that was very popular in 16th century Britain. Okay. <sighs> but, yeah. Okay. Well... <laughs> First thing I think we should talk about is absolutely the style of this movie, the manic editing style that v defines Guy Ritchie. Well, it also apparently defines sort of the gangster British genre yeah. of the time. But he, Guy Ritchie is a guy that just, he, he's so clever with the editing and the use of music that he has. If only so, he made more good movies. Ooh, well, he made quite a few good movies. 
stop. He's also that. made quite a bad, a few bad. Not ones. quite. If he's like made two bad movies, I think like Aladdin and no, um, there's more. I thought Aladdin and King Arthur was only, only those like were two. recent bad ones. But there's also one called Revolver, which is oh, him yeah. with Jason Statham trying to get artsy. That's right. What's that noise? Oh. <clears throat> what was that noise? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, this was his uh, second movie, actually. Well, no, it was his first feature-length movie. Yeah. He had a short film in 95 called The Hard Case. And this was Jason Statham's first, uh, like, his breakout role, at least. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. What a fantastic debut by him, honestly. <laughs> yeah, this, I hate films like this where it's like, this was his first movie. It's like, fuck, I can't do that. That's cheating. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. And he, like, right off the bat, he kind of just had his own signature style, and it's great. <laughs> and fucking, um... Oh, wait. Uh, the part of the wheel this is on is... Uh, director favorite, and I actually guessed this one because he gave me well, a shot. Well, after I gave you a hint, yeah. Well, still, I guessed it. Yeah, but it's no- okay. The hint was a dead director, which the only and it's one that we both knew. So you had two. Well, options. No, that was not that was not the correct. The one that gave it away was one that we had both seen at least one movie. That was the one that gave it away. No, it would have been dead director. Because if I didn't tell you a director was dead, who would you have guessed? There's a lot of people. Like yeah, this. exactly. And if I say the director's dead, there's only two realistic choices. Well, no, no, no. The, it's both because we'd only seen at least one of their movies. That was the thing. It at was, least one. At least one. If I had seen multiple of their movies, it would have changed. Well, we've technically seen a series by him and the... Uh, well, that's a series, not a movie. I know. We've both seen Paprika. Paprika. I yeah. couldn't think of the word. My it's brain okay. just broke there. <laughs> uh, but it was Satoshi Khan and... This is kind of lucky in a sense because Satoshi Khan sadly passed away in like, what was it? I think it was 10 or something like that. It was rather recent. Yeah, and he was a fantastic, very, would you say he's underrated or more of a cult director? Cult director. Yeah. He's horribly underrated mostly because most of his films went out in print, but Shout Factory now has... Perfect Blue and Millennium Actress. Yeah, and Paprika I think is still being... It's still being manufactured. Yeah, manufactured by Funimation. Yeah. Which are... Well, I know Paprika's fantastic. Oh, hell yeah. I I saw that before you did. That was great. Yeah, I did. That's why I said I didn't know if you saw it before me or not. Yeah, I did. Well, okay then. Well, because you didn't really start watching anime until... Well, I had already met you at this point. We've been friends for like a year or two at that time when I watched it. Actually, uh, it would be hard. I don't know if you saw it before me. I know for a fact I did. You did? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um... But the reason I'm lucky with this is because, like, a week or two before he died, apparently he they went around the animation studio and picked, like, a hundred films. But most people consider it his, like, 100 influential films because he mainly made the list. Yeah. And I just find it was, like, no, it was two days before he died. It was one of his last posts online. Uh, okay. I was like, that's super... Okay, luck, I guess. Yeah, but apparently Lockstock was one of the movies on that list, so... Yep. I don't know why I picked that one out of all of them, but hey. <laughs> we get to talk about it. Where were we? Because I had to interrupt. Uh, the style. Because also the storytelling is so fucking manic, but it is oh, actually yeah. easier to follow than I said. Yeah. Hold on a sec. Alex! Can you hear them? Yeah, I can. <laughs> nice. <laughs> if you hear background noise, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> People are loud. But, uh, 
yeah, it was just it again. It's just this very fast pace editing, very like quick camera work. Like, and he has a ha- like in the last scene, just saw not like he speeds it up and slows it down and speeds it up, which could be annoying, but it's usually done. Yeah, with he, some stylistic intent. It's not. Yeah, it's not like everything is sped up and slowed down, <laughs> but. He he, choo- he picks and chooses when to do it, and it works with each scene. Like, when they're all drinking and partying, it gets very fast and very stuff like that. But the action scenes are actually pretty straightforward for the most part until the end, like, when that speaks slow-mo scene. So. Yeah, but since it's slow-mo, it's easy to follow. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, the action isn't really cut, like, super fast. It's actually cut pretty straightforward, surprisingly. So Also, you can tell this was a cheap movie. It was lower budget, yeah. Yeah, it was low budget, but it's still good. Oh, hell yeah. It's still... Oh, well... There is one moment, a bit with the lighting, mm-hmm. with how intense it is at times. I'm like, is this a stylistic choice, or is yeah. this just someone who doesn't know how to do lighting? I, I think it was kind of a... He might have just been like looking around the room, and it's like, okay, that looks good. We'll go with that. Um, the budget was $1.35 million. Alex! Anyway, the budget was... Oh, eight... apparently it's on Netflix right now. <laughs> yeah. The budget was 800,000 pounds or $1.35 million. $1.35 million? That's it. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> pretty impressive, right? And it made... It made $28 million back at the box office. So it made nice. 27 times its budget nearly. Hold on, actually. Um, because I'm thinking of Reservoir Dogs for obvious... Reservoir Dogs was $1.2 million. Oh, okay. So about roughly the same. Okay. Yeah. And those... Actually, Reservoir Dogs came out first in 1992, because this yeah. is 98. Correct. Which, um, I gotta say, one that goes all around Lon- South- like London, I want to say it's in London. It- they never really specify. Reservoir Dogs is not in London. No, I'm talking about this movie. Oh, yeah, they're in... They're in- a movie in- that in- goes all over the place, and one that stays in a warehouse. I think one used their money more wisely. Yes, Just yes. saying. <laughs> They're both great movies, though. Yeah. <laughs> Worry, I'm not going to shit on Reservoir Dogs yeah. too much. <laughs> too much. <Same> keyword. <laughs> but yeah, Lockstock, it's just... It, yeah. It's also one of the few times when Jason Statham can act. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this one and Snatch, he does a fantastic fucking job. <laughs> yeah, but then he got... It was probably the Transporter series, I want to say. I think that's what started him off on, like, he when he became a big action hero star. That's at least one of his more famous roles. Yeah. It might have been something before that, mm-hmm. but... But yeah, like Lock, Stock, and Snatch, he still was, like, actually acting, acting. He wasn't just, like, this big stoic action hero. And just ever... Not to say he can't act. He can clearly act. It's just he isn't given roles where he can act. It's kind of like Giant Depp in a way, where yeah. they found, he found one role and then just didn't stop playing it. Yeah, he found one role that he was really, really good at and then just kept doing that for the rest of his career. <laughs> so I'm going to look at his movie his filmography and see if i can spot guy ritchie or johnny depp uh oh jason, jason Statham. Statham. okay yeah it was his first movie okay i'm right yeah there. his first movie and guy ritchie's first director directed movie so <laughs> yeah okay. it would probably be the transport he was in the first call of duty what like call of duty call of duty like yeah. the original world war Two. yeah call of duty. Wow. he was sergeant waters really? i didn't know that i didn't either that's cool huh Anyway, props to him for doing again video game acting that early on. <laughs> I don't know if he was any good. I haven't played the first Call of Duty. Yeah. Anyway, focusing <laughs> on, well, 
It's again, like the last film, it feels hard to talk about character. Yeah. Is <laughs> any well, what do you mean, Man Bites Dog? Yeah, like Man Bites Dog. Like, we could talk about Ben's character, but this one, the character, they're, they're all defined, but... They're all defined, but it's so much there's going on. Oh, so much, so much, so many characters and so much plot stuff happening, it's hard to keep track sometimes. I don't... For some reason, my brain doesn't want to call them 3D. Because mm-hmm. they're like 2.5D. <laughs> they're still clearly people and yeah. with personality, but there's so many of an ensemble cast. It's just... <laughs> it doesn't help that they're all very British. So they all kind of talk the same. Especially the one moment where it gets so British, there's subtitles. <laughs> That's funny! Because it's a British movie, you know? And, and then there's one point where this character is talking in such... Like hardcore British slang, Guy Ritchie fucking subtitled the movie. A part of me really was debating if we should watch Snatch Two and just talk about both of them in one episode, uh-huh. <laughs> because it's like Evil Dead One and Two. Mm-hmm. They're both the same movie. Yeah. It's just one clearly had more budget than the other. Yeah. <laughs> like Snatch feels like what he wanted to do with this movie, but didn't have the budget for. So. <laughs> and didn't have enough Brad Pitts. Yes. <laughs> He's great in that movie. Uh, as the oh, what are they called? Uh, a pikey. Pikeys. Which I'm pretty sure is an offense. Oh, it's term. a very it's a slang term for like gypsy people who wander. Apologies. Yes. <laughs> that's what they call them. It's like yeah. saying uh Chinglish while talking about black lagoon. You, you kinda have to help. That's what they refer to them as. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Not say it. Well, yeah, that's a fair request. Yeah. Um <laughs> But uh, I'm trying to think of where to start with character. I do love Big Chris. Big Chris is great. He's playing Big Chris. Vinny Jones. Yeah, Vinny Jones. That's such a mobster he name. Was, well, he was the one I was talking about that was a uh, sports person beforehand. A sports person. Well, Okay, uh, an athlete. Sorry. There we go. Former professional footballer. Not, you know, it's British. Footballer. Brit- f- British football, not American football. So, actually... One that takes actual effort and yes. uses feet. <laughs> exactly. I do find it, uh, just a quick side note, I do find it funny how everyone's like, oh, soccer guys are a bunch of pussies. They just like, you know, pretend to be hurt. And blah, blah, blah. I mean, they do. That's how you cheat. Yeah. But <laughs> they also literally kick the shit out of you. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, he, he he became an actor and he was, he was, he was using a lot of like big intimidating roles because he was just such a big ass person. <laughs> I mean, he's very intimidating, but he's also really funny. Yeah, he's great. Actually, all the dialogue in this is oh, really yeah. snappy. I was going to save that for another thing. But we but... can segue into all right. it. Let's segue into it then, if you have nothing else to say. Yeah, but... Yeah, the dialogue is just that classic British wit. <laughs> so John wit. Yeah. <laughs> There's just some great dialogue, really funny lines, really snappy dialogue. It's great. Wouldn't you guys like to quote some? There's too much to quote. The exactly. whole script is fantastic. <laughs> It, it's just so fast at times. And some of them are just like, what is your okay? We're going with that as an insult. Yeah. Oh, there's so many good insults. Again, there's so many thrown around that we can't really quote them all. <laughs> uh, they're armed. <laughs> what was that? Armed? What do you mean armed? Armed with... With what? Uh, bad breath, colorful language, feather duster. What do you think they're yeah. going to be armed with? Guns, you tits! <laughs> yes. Uh, just wanted to pull up a one at least. Yeah. Just calling someone a tit you is tit. so oddly immature. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I do just love this movie and Snatch as well for 
the climax when everything just goes to hell. Oh yeah, like it's it's what's called a comedy of errors in filmmaking. I would say it's a misunderstanding. It of, is, but that's the technical term for it. If you look up comedy of errors, that's what it is. Of apocalyptic proportion. Oh, it's fantastic where everything just goes to shit so fast. And you point out too at one point, um, it's like they're in the clear now. Everyone could just walk away and it'd be fine. But they keep no. going. But because there's so much misunderstanding, yeah, misunderstanding of what's going on. Yeah, and people just that just don't know what's happening with the other group. <laughs> it just ends with everyone dying. Except Almost for- everyone except our quartet and the guy and his son. The big guy and his son. Yeah. <laughs> Who get their James Bond car. Yes. Rule of threes. <laughs> yep. Uh because they mentioned James Bond twice before. Oh, yeah. So then yeah. Car is kind of the third Because he's like, you know, keeping it wraps up like James Bond. <laughs> yeah. Like a need-to-know basis. James Bond yeah. moment. <laughs> and then I think he says later when he's talking about the story, he's like, okay, here's some more of that James Bond need-to-know yeah. stuff. <laughs> uh, Apparently, just... Statham... Because we said that Jones was a former uh, soccer player, and then Jason Statham was a former di- professional diver. That's why he's bald. <laughs> huh. That's interesting. I wouldn't take him for a diver. I wouldn't either. That's interesting. <laughs> I wonder what everyone else has gone on to as yeah. well. But we don't have time for that. We need to talk no, we about need to the finish movie. up the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, stop looking it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn it, Justin. <laughs> it was produced by Matthew Vaughn. Who? I think he was the guy who directed Kingsman. Hold on. Yeah. The guy who directed Kingsman produced this. I can 100% see that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with the dialogue. Did yes. He help with the, no, the writer was just Guy Ritchie. No, yeah, he produced it. Matthew Vaughn produced it. That's so interesting. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm trying to think of what to say. About the film. Because <laughs> it pretty much covered everything. I so. know. It's just such a headache of a movie. Yeah. And I mean that in the best way possible. Yes. Yeah, just so much is happening that it's just ingro- It It's thrilling to watch, really, I think. <laughs> oh, it won like 13 awards, oh, yeah. apparently. Lockstock, yeah. <laughs> and seven nominations. Mm-hmm. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. It was nominated for a British Academy Film Award 98 for Outstanding Film of the Year. First film nominated for British Film of the Year. How is... Wow. He must have felt great. <laughs> wait, it was the first film... That he made. Well, wait. It's his debut film. Is what I, I mean. thought you said it was first British film. No, 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 British no, no, film no, no, of no, the no, year. no, hell no, 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 no. I was like, how has no British film won British Film no. of the Year? No, no, I meant it, his debut film... Was nominated. was nominated for British Film Stop of the Year. Stop hitting okay, the my table. God, sorry. But yeah, he must have felt great. It's like, man, my first fucking movie. And it was all downhill from there. <laughs> Not really. I'm kidding. He's I'm had kidding. highs and lows like most other directors. <laughs> a couple more lows recently. Yeah, than recently highs. he's in a slag again, but hopefully he'll come back with his latest one, which is another gangster film, apparently. So, Or that's Desperation. Yeah. It's called Cash Truck, is the one that he's going to have. So. Well, there's also another one that's complete. Oh, and it's apparently. also going to star Jason Statham. Uh, yeah, he's definitely trying yeah. to get back at where he was. Because I think someone stole uh, um, Sherlock 3. Someone else is directing. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. That sucks. And one called The Gentleman. Yeah, okay. which is releasing soon. Yeah. Has Metacritic score 53 already, though. 
uh, guy. Hopefully, hopefully this last one will do good. <laughs> hopefully, it'll be better than Len. Yeah, because Man from Uncle was his last really good movie. Yeah, I heard King Arthur was surprisingly bad. <laughs> I heard that was really bad. Yeah, King Arthur. He because after Man from Uncle, he did King Arthur, and then right after that, he did fucking Aladdin. So. <laughs> Yeah, which, I mean, I wouldn't say no to a Disney paycheck either, but... Uh, yeah! I don't blame him for that, like... <laughs> sell out with me tonight! <laughs> Just end every Disney movie with that. Yeah. Oh, sell out. Uh, but yeah, I think... Have we covered it already? No, we're talking way too fast about this. We need Just like some... the movie! No, it goes on for a decent length. It's almost two hours. <laughs> I mean, like the talking fast. What are we at time Fast dialogue. So we're at thirty-eight I'm... minutes. Oh, see, and there's thirty. We're doing a lot of thirty episodes. I guess these are simple. Yeah. Well, they are. Well, the first two were simple just because they were me. Next, these last two were good because yeah, they're good. So they're good and short. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else because the gore was fun. As oh, well. the gore was great, especially for a low, such a low budget. They did a great job. Yeah, but, even though clearly uh, the person who gets their toe shot off. Uh, it's just their boot painted red. Yeah. <laughs> but still, he shot him through the boot. So, I mean, I it know. works. <laughs> but it never zooms in. I, I like, was just looking yeah. at it. Just, it's clearly just his boot, not indented or torn apart, just painted. Painted red, yeah. <laughs> oh, my foot. But yeah, like, all the blood splatter and stuff is great. <laughs> I like it when the big shootout happens between the misunderstanding. Yeah. The guy peeks in the door and gets Blood splatters. splatters in his face. He closes it and, like, goes and locks it. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's a lot of violence that's implied. Like, you never actually see the huge shootout inside their house between the two. Just the aftermath. Yeah, or you see, like, quick cuts inside. Yeah. Or uh, the door. The door slam where it never actually showed his head, which made it worse somehow. <laughs> it was very emotional. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the only real gore we get is uh, the shootout in Harry's office. Oh, yeah, and it's great gore. <laughs> But it does get way better in Snatch. Oh, yes, it does. We'll have to talk about Snatch at some point. Yeah, oh, absolutely we will. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was impressive when, like, he sliced his arm and the arm was coming up. Or when she shot him and it was... Oh, yeah, with the one chick wakes up. That's... Yeah, it's funny because she is just, like, clonked out on drugs throughout this entire movie. And then, they're, like, they're going through this thing. They got everyone pretty much dead to rights. And You're going guy... to have to be more descriptive. There's a lot in this... They it's, have the weed people. The people who go around and have the weed people dead to rights. Uh-huh. And he drops his gun or something. And he turns yeah, around. one of the people brought, like, a fucking World War II light machine yeah, gun. Yeah, like a straight-up LMG. <laughs> and he puts it down. And then the girl was under a bunch of blankets on the couch, yeah. just comatose, gets up and goes... Yeah, just shoots the guy right through chest and then goes over and shoots the guy where he, like, ducks and underneath the bullets. Yeah. And then she, and she, she never gets killed. He just knocks her out with one punch. <laughs> like, he just didn't like that guy, I guess. <laughs> and technically, he told the truth because he said, if you fire that again, I'll kill you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he fires it one more time and then the girl gets yeah. it. <laughs> But yeah, this this was a great movie. I we highly highly recommend it. Definitely. I wish I was high. Right? <laughs> Don't worry, it'll be New Year's Eve soon. <laughs> Will it though? Yeah. It's the thirtieth. Tomorrow's the thirty first. No, Cameron. We started recording these in the new year. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, all right. Jeez, who would just be a jerk enough to point out the date of recording? Mm, I would. like December thirtieth at seven twenty p.m. <laughs> It's okay, you'll be listening to this in April. Uh, 
But yeah, I think that's it, huh? I think so. Yeah, highly recommended. Definitely watch this movie. <laughs> so it's going to be time. Oh, yeah. Did we, you didn't tell him about the rule. Of tell three. what? About the rule. No, we're just going to spin the wheel, man. Well, no, no, hold on. No. The rule. Okay. They, they know the rules. We spin the wheel and there's movies. Okay, all right. Well, did, what, why do you want me to be quiet about this? Uh, Cameron? Yeah? There's something wrong with the wheel. What? There's different movies on it. No, there's not. Don't be Yeah, silly. there is. There, there's a bunch of different movies on it. What did you do? I did no such thing. Oh, I, I don't believe that for a second. Unless I got horribly drunk one time and I said to you, Hey, what if we put like 19 series on one wheel and we just keep spinning it until we get through all of them. There's no way I would approve that. But we switch off every four movies. There is no way. I, how drunk was I? Uh, well, there was a bottle of rum. Okay. And uh, then there wasn't. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Okay. All right. <sighs> Shit. Stop <laughs> hitting the table. <laughs> I do what I want. <laughs> You're making it so much louder than I, I am. I know. <laughs> so much louder. Okay. So you're, we're not spinning it, right? I mean, it's the wheel that's here. I can't just open a new tab. Okay, all right. I guess we'll do that. I mean, it has the Predator series, Men, Black, Back to the Future, Lone Wolf and Cub, the El Mariachi trilogy, the Oceans movies, Upon the Third, the, the theatrical releases, the Man with No Name trilogy, all the James Bond movies, Mad Max, Nightmare on Elm Street, Mission Impossible... Evil Dead, Die Hard, Scream, and Alien on it. Oh my fucking god. That might be a lot of movies. Oh my like god. Like almost over a hundred. Where's the nearest bottle from? <laughs> it's actually in there. Okay, well. <laughs> so I guess we're spinning this wheel. Let's do it. And spin. Oh, wait. I fucked up. Wait. <laughs> Because right, when you click screen record, you have to click again to get actually interacting with <laughs> Good it. Good so, job. So now it's a spin. Okay, we're doing a rewatch. Because uh, we're doing Lone Wolf and Cub. Ooh. So starting off with... Because I've never heard of this series until you introduced yeah, me to I it. Until I brought up, because I learned of it through an online reviewer called um, DVD Savant or Cine Savant. Um, his name's Glenn Erickson. He's a great dude. He's in LA. Um, actually worked with Steven Spielberg on several occasions. He's a good, nice. very, very cool guy. I'm friends with him on Facebook, but definitely go read his shit. He's amazing. So, but yeah, I, he, he told me how awesome the violence was, and I'm like, I gotta see this. <laughs> but yes, this is going to be a bit of a gimmick with. Uh... The wheel, too. We have two wheels. No, when we get to three wheels, we are not doing three at a time. Nope. <laughs> but every four movies will go to this wheel and then go back. Mm -hmm. There is also a contingency rule of if we spin the wheel again and say it lands on Lone Wolf and Cub, mm -hmm. next time we spin after Lone Wolf and Cub 2, we will take it off there so we just so we don't have the risk of doing back-to-back-to-back to back to back and finishing an entire movie series in one go. Correct, yes. Um, The only one... Both of us have not touched is Lupin. Lupin the Third. Yep. And we're doing only the theatrical releases because if we go with uh, TV <laughs> movies as well, that's over 30 films. Yeah. We might get to those someday. I think we did say we have to watch at least one of them. We do have to do one because uh, one of the theatrical ones is a sequel where yeah. it crosses over with Case Closed. Yes. Two very classic series together, so... <laughs> How, and I feel really bad because I only just started getting into Lupin. Uh-huh. And literally this year, the right... Uh, the Monkey Punch. 
Monkey Punch died. Which, may he rest in peace. He was may awesome. he rest in peace. He I, made one of the most iconic Japanese series of all time. So I like how we say that and we've watched well, well you've watched one episode. Oh, episode, I I've watched I was four. going to watch that anyway. So yeah. <laughs> I'm the one who told you about that. I'm like, this looks amazing. <laughs> I know, but still technically you've only yeah. watched one episode. Technically, of, yes. Which is a woman called Fujiko. Fujihiko, I think it's Fuyuhiko Mine. Mine. He says, he says but I Mine. always say mine. I know, yeah, because it's literally spelled M I N E. Yeah, <laughs> which I got for Christmas on Blu ray because it's out of print. It's very cheap right now, probably. Go get Good it. Amazon, I still can. Wait, it won't be at the time, though, when this comes out, will it? It might be. No, okay. You keep, should go keep, check. keep your eyes out. Keep your eyes peeled for a good deal on that because it's definitely worth it. it especially the art style because oh. they do it like classic paints. Yeah. That is another topic for another time, probably on the next short yes. TV wheel. <laughs> Uh, also, if you're wondering, like, well, what happens when the iron wheel runs out? We got more wheels. Don't worry. We don't. We we planned it out. We literally have five years worth of wheels. Yeah, we've said this. <laughs> we we will get more eventually. Yes. <laughs> Why won't you let me do a wheel of wheels? You just want to spin it two times in a row, don't you? No. There would be one big spin to decide a wheel. And, and then, then there'd be another spin twice in a row. Well, we'd only do it once. And then that's the wheel we go through. And once that's finished, you go back to the wheel of wheels. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, that's the lot. Were you thinking... Pick a boo, spin it, then spin yes. it, and then spin the big wheel again. Yes, I was. No, that's not okay, what I was thinking. Okay, good. <laughs> so are you less against the idea now? Yes. We'll, we'll go over that after these wheels, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. And see, we did get a bit more focus near the end. We're, we're good. See, it did all come together. Boom. That was the plan. <laughs> all along (laughs) thanks guys we'll see you later thank you so much for watching this episode of cinema roulette if you want to follow our hosts justin is at jk pancake on twitter and cameron is at cameron picks inc on twitter you can watch the video version of the podcast sometimes you actually get to see our host faces at cam cam on youtube or just look up cinema roulette podcast Thank you so much to Teller's Place for their artwork that we use mainly in the YouTube version and you can kind of see on the podcast version. If you enjoyed the show, please consider either subscribing to it or rating us on whatever podcast app you use. That would be cool of you.